Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought provoking, opinion leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And thank God it's Monday. I'm saying that for you because uh, many of you have to work your second job over the weekend. So uh, I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I had a great weekend. Had a chance to uh, do what I do best, which oddly enough is cook. <laughs> I had a lot of cooking this weekend. I'm going to tell you, if you, uh, you follow me on social media, you're going to see all sorts of comfort food up there. Roast beef. <clears throat> I made some Omaha steak burgers and some other stuff because, you know, that's the uh, best way to, I think... Uh, I think one of the great ways to show love in your life and also, uh, you know, maybe uh, take away from some of the the uh, you know, the events of the day and the sadness of the day and whatnot. So uh, anyway, I hope you had a good weekend and uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. I, I do want to mention the, uh, the I, this came as a surprise to me, Doug Burgum, Governor Doug Burgum, uh, apparently has uh, uh, suspended his campaign for the president. And, and of course, you are saying the same thing as I am. Uh, who the hell is Doug Burgum? <clears throat> Actually, I know he's a, he's a North Dakota governor. And uh, never, never failed to take off, I guess, because, you know, uh, you know, he's Doug Burgum of North Dakota. And uh, nothing against Doug Burgum in North Dakota, probably doing a great job as governor in North Dakota, but nobody knows who he is, and, and it wasn't going to cut through this year. So here's what he said. We launched our campaign for president June the 7th, clear-eyed about our mission. Well, not so clear-eyed, obviously. Uh, bring a business leader and proven governor uh, voice to the fight for the best of it. Wouldn't it be weird if you brought a successful businessman in to be the president of the United States? What would happen? I mean, I don't think this has ever happened before. We are built a nation built by freedom, liberty, and personal responsibility. Here's where it gets into the <clears throat> the bumper stick stuff, and it's going to make you feel good and all that stuff. A nation where neighbors help neighbors and where innovation, not regulation, lifts us all to reach our highest potential. We remain committed to improving the lives of every um, American by moving America 180 degrees in the opposite direction of Joe Biden. I got gotcha. you. On three political uh, issues or critical issues, the energy, economy, and the national security. And so that's uh, Doug Burgum. He is uh, no longer going to uh, continue his presidential campaign, leaving campaign coffers full of at least $14.87 and the other candidates arguing over what to do with his 12 votes that he had already gotten. I'm not talking about electoral votes. I'm talking about votes in general. Actually, it's what it was. So this is brand new from Jim Gossett just in time for Christmas. Biden's Christmas Rises, wonderland. rise every season. Oh, it's great. Sleepy Joe. He's the reason Bidenomics is working Because of this jerk Two jobs you will work Living in a Biden blunderland For China, it's working for China In the stores, yeah. things are higher 
The situation is dire, dire. What havoc he's wrought, can't finish a thought. Stumbling round in Biden's blunderland. Nice. Prices rising just in time for Christmas. Have you tried to buy a Big Mac lately? How can we afford to make ends meet? $18 for a value meal. America, Joe Biden has dismissed us. That's not much of a... That's why he must go down to defeat. On a deal. It is now. Another year. Oh, dear God. He could break us. Pretty much. Pretty much. Down the tubes. He could take us. How low can we go under Sleepy Joe living in a Biden blunderland? <laughs> Suffering in a Biden blunderland. Oh, yes, we are, aren't we? Yes, we are. Struggling in a Biden blunderland. I had to laugh. There was, a, there was a woman online, and she was complaining about going to Five Guys. Have you, uh, have you ever been to Five Guys? Because Five Guys is this great burger joint, right? And, uh, and they make them by scratch and everything. And you can go there, and you sit and you eat peanuts, and you get a big, you know, these uh, the boardwalk fries, which are common on the East Coast. They're fried in uh, peanut oil, and they're amazing, and they're awesome, and all that. And the, the burgers have always been expensive. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong. But this person was complaining that two meals at uh, Five Guys was $42. Couldn't believe, you know, this inflation, this price gouging. Joe Biden says it's price gouging. <laughs> uh, you guys, I uh, just want to tell you, uh, the inflation has been caused by Joe Biden's economics, g- rampant government spending. And also, I might mention this. Excuse me one second. And also by the fact that uh, while COVID was happening, a de facto $15 minimum wage happened across America. Now, you don't know that, do you? Because remember when the minimum wage used to be $7.25 and 10.10 was the, uh, the goal? It was $10.10? 10 well, they went for broke. The left went for broke and demanded, started demanding $15 and $20 an hour. So if you go to the local Walmart near my home right now and you have a high school education or not even that, you're still in high school, you're going to make $17 when you start. And to get people over at McDonald's, because that happened because the big box stores can afford that, the, the, the McDonald's over here had to raise the price of a quarter pounder to $7 and a meal to $12 on a quarter pounder. That's just my house. All right. This is my neighborhood here. Right, so uh, you can blame it on a couple of things, but it, it certainly is not the fault of the companies who are charging because of the absurdity of having to pay somebody with no education seventeen dollars an hour to put a bag in a uh, or a, a burger in a bag and hand it to you. That's why. And guess what? It's it's not about uh, anybody gouging anyone. And Joe Biden literally said, he said that American businesses are gouging. You know, bring those prices down. Well, if that's the case, it is the biggest conspiracy of price gouging in the history of mankind. Everybody, including the people who make flour and sugar and, and, uh, and raise pigs and cows, and everybody got together and said, we are going to artificially inflate the cost of things. It's, it's just so stupid. It's just so stupid. No, it's all caused by the worst president in the history of American politics, certainly in our memory, and including Jimmy Carter. I know, it's crazy. Jimmy Carter. You didn't think it could get worse. And and I remember Jimmy Carter was a punchline forever. Now Jimmy Carter looks kind of good. I mean, look at the the Middle East and in China. Uh, Jimmy Carter almost looks good. <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden he took he turned it to eleven for crying out loud. Unbelievable. Uh, what else? Oh, I want to mention this. I do want to mention uh, NFL football. I, I enjoyed watching uh, football yesterday. Uh, my uh, my son he is uh, is a big NFL fan now, and he's doing fantasy football. 
And so we've we've really, really connected and we're watching a lot of football. Yesterday we watched the Dolphins uh, just d- destroy the Commanders. I don't even know why they have a franchise anymore. I lived in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years. The only positive about that franchise is the quarterback and the fact that Dan Snyder doesn't own them anymore. Uh, let me see. Oh, 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 the 49ers and Eagles. So 49-19, to 19, the 49ers, as Rush used to call them, uh, beat the, uh, the Eagles. The Eagles 10-2 and two now. They were 10-1. and one. And and I got to tell you, the 49ers, apparently they were they spent a year saying the reason you beat us last year is because we didn't have our first string quarterback yet. And look what happened when it happened. The 49ers got their vengeance. That was a really big part of that. But also, I want to mention this to the Eagles fans. Your team was 10-1 and going into this game. And in the third quarter of that game, as the 49ers were showing they were going to defeat the Eagles, and then into the fourth quarter, the, the stands emptied out in Philadelphia, which to me says, are you really fans of this team? Because honestly, if you're going to go and sit there for 11 games where one is lost, and then the moment that you lose a game to the 49ers, you get up and leave... I mean, what does that say to the players? And I'm going to tell you, uh, one game doesn't mean your team sucks. There, there are games that you've got the other team coming in, and, and right now we're getting close to playoff time, and there are a lot of uh, uh, spoilers and Cinderella teams who are going to who are going to hit teams. Like yesterday, the Packers beating the Chiefs. That shouldn't have happened yesterday, but it did. And you know what it exposed? Even though I am a Kansas City Chiefs fan and I want Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl, it exposed that the Kansas City Chiefs can't put together a consistent Consistent game uh, for for you know whatever they they can't put together a consistent game and the last three or four games we've seen it so as far as Kansas City making it to the Super Bowl I don't know I don't know if that's going to happen but uh, I just I just want to you you can't win if your team is inconsistent if one week you can't uh, you know you can't hold on to the ball. And uh, I will do want to give kudos to Noah Gray, backup tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He got a touchdown yesterday. And, and the Chiefs lost, even though Taylor Swift was in the stands. How did that happen? How did that happen? It's just kind of, it's kind of interesting. I did have to laugh today. We're covering a few things, and I, I want to get to uh, a lot of the main focus of the show today. But this is kind of, uh, it doesn't come as a big surprise to me. And I want you to listen. So children who grow up in a politically liberal household, meaning left of center, are more likely to suffer mental health problems than their conservative peers, according to a new study. An Institute for Family Studies Gallup report found that political ideology is one of the strongest predictors of which caregiving styles a parent adopts, and conservative parents are associated with the best mental health outcomes for their children. I know, I'm as shocked as you. Conservative and very conservative parents are most likely to be adopting the parenting practices associated with adolescent mental health. According to Jonathan Roswell, who put this together, he's an economist at Gallup and a non-resident senior fellow at the Brookings Institute, which makes him sound super, super smart. Liberal parents score the lowest, even worse than their liberal parents, than their, than they, than very liberal parents, uh, largely because they're least likely to successfully discipline their children. Meaning if your daughter comes to you and says, hey, dad, I want to become a boy and I want to get, uh, you know, a hysterectomy and have my breasts removed when I'm 12, uh, liberal parents are like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, and if you don't let me do that, I'm going to kill myself. Well, certainly, parent says, that can't be mental illness. Whereas conservative uh, parents go, you know, honey, I think we should talk about this and you should get some help. 
And then also there's the uh, liberal parents telling their children that the world is going to end and everybody's going to die in 10 years. Don't you suppose that kids of, uh, of liberal parents would be a little crazier? Would be a little crazier when they make the kids wear their masks inside the car when nobody's in the car with them? Or, or have to wear a mask to school for a year for no reason? Or, uh, or have all their, uh, their sports programs canceled? Or say that uh, boys can go in girls' restrooms as long as they're wearing a skirt? Do you understand why uh, liberal kids might be a little more insane? <laughs> really? Really? How about a family that sits around a dental table and says a prayer? and then eats their dinner. How about that? Or supper, as the case may be, depending on what part of the country you're from. Where I'm from, it's dinner and supper. A lot of people say it's lunch and dinner or lunch and supper. But anyway, conservative parents have several key distinctions in their relationship with their children that inform mental health outcomes. Do you ever notice how insane the leftists are who go to these rallies and these kids at schools who are walking out of their classes saying from the, uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine should be free? Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, <clears throat> they have several key distinctions in their relationship with their children that inform mental health outcomes, uh, effectively disciplining their children while also displaying affection and responding to their needs. I know this is uh, completely shocking to me, other than, you know, letting your kid go out and shoplift up to $1,000 worth of goods and stay out all night and carjack like they do in Washington, D.C., the right-leaning parents uh, also have uh, better quality relationships with their children, characterized by fewer arguments, more warmth, and a stronger bond. Whereas uh, Democrat parents, uh, before their kids go to bed, they say, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep because the world is going to end very soon because of global warming, climate change, murder hornets, ozone hole acid rain. So there's that. <laughs> Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff on the uh, on the show I want to get to, including, check this out, the uh, he, they, multiple pronoun thing may be dying out. Also, John Fetterman, uh, his brain shut down and was reset, and he came out of it a conservative. Okay, after a stroke, it fixed his brain. He's actually being conservative and talking common sense. It's insane. We're going to get to all of that in your phone calls as well. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Oh, I think it's time for some Christmas bump music. You know, I like the uh, standards, but I also like me some uh, rock versions of Christmas music. And, you know, I was, um, you know, if you know the story of the last uh, three weeks, we lost my wife's mother three weeks ago. And um, it's been uh, really hard uh, on the family. And um, I, I watched a video, and if you look on social media, if you get a chance to check it out, uh, it is an ad from Chevrolet, and they did a, a Christmas commercial about a, uh, a grandmother with Alzheimer's. And uh, the uh, granddaughter who took her out and uh, brought her memory back, at least temporarily, it's the most unbelievable. It is, a, it is the most beautiful piece of institutional advertising I've ever seen. And uh, and uh, you know a lot of times you 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 bind things up in you and you and you you're there and you you suffer for your family because you you want to absorb it and you want to be strong and and I watched that this weekend and I tell you 
he was just he was a uh, uh, he was I had an, uh, just his emotional release that uh, that I needed. And uh, it was it was something else. If you go, uh, it is a brand new movie from uh, from or a brand new uh, uh, commercial for Chevy. It's institutional and it's on my all my social medias uh, media. If you get a chance to see it, I think you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. Uh, and if you, for those of you who are going through uh, a, a someone who is experiencing Alzheimer's or dementia. This will be really powerful for you. It'll be really hard to watch, but it'll be really powerful. And my wife's mother's sister uh, died of early onset Alzheimer's. She got it at 59 years old. So it was a double whammy. But I was able to start feeling joy this weekend. I'm doing my level best to uh, to share that joy uh, on the radio and in my home as well. And uh, I, I refuse to uh, to let Joe Biden and this idiotic government and what's happening in our country by the left and all these uh, protests. These Have you noticed all of the uh, anti-Israel, pro-Palestine rallies have died down? You know why? Because they're not going anywhere. They're ever, or they're, they are completely astroturf, and the American people are done with it. That's why we're going to beat this. Dahudore, biatches. That's what I said online. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, Dahudore. You know what? When they try to get you down, just sing a little bit louder. Singing a little bit louder. Is the fat dying noun? Actress Busy Phillips, who should be called Dizzy, announces that her 15-year-old daughter has stopped using they-them pronouns. You know why? Because it's social contagion, and it's being driven by teenage girls who are the most, uh, most apt to get it. It's always been that way. So extremely woke left, leftist activist Busy Phillips has announced that their 15-year-old daughter dropping they-them pronouns has returned to she and her. Isn't that crazy? Well, hopefully and, and well, presumably, she didn't have her, her breast cut off and get a hysterectomy. She, she's a walking unit the rest of her life. Yeah. 44-year-old actress had announced that uh, 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 in 2021 that Bertie was gay and using non-binary pronouns. But it turns out just like that Leaf Garrett poster that you had on your wall, ladies, when you were eight, uh, you know, it, it just was a passing fad. And uh, you didn't actually try to become Leaf Garrett or Sean Cassidy. I'm talking to all the Gen Xers out there, by the way. This is what, <laughs> is what I'm doing. You millennials are like, who the hell is Leaf Garrett? Wasn't he a Viking or something? You know, isn't that good news? I think it's pretty darn good news. And you want to hear something really weird? This is the Babylon Bee headline. Man becomes more conservative as he regains brain function. <laughs> John Fetterman, the biggest buffoon in history, is suddenly conservative. He's putting up pictures of the kidnapped Israelis in his office. He's walking out in front of leftist protesters with an Israeli flag. It's amazing. But in, in a bizarre coincidence, Senator John Fetterman has suddenly become more conservative after his brain resumed working. Here's John Fetterman on The View. This is remarkable. Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in the Senate that actually did. he's talking about uh, George Santos being voted out and Bob Menendez uh, being allowed to remain in the Senate. Much more sinister and, and serious kinds what? of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos. How can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? Have you noticed his speech is clearer? And so are his thoughts. And, you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost, you know, funny. And, like, you know, he, 
you know, landed on the, the moon and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, <laughs> whereas, you know, I, you know, I think you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. You know, just like the Grinch, uh, Fetterman's brain grew three times that day. Uh, so I, 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 I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you the There you go. Unbelievable. This from uh, spokesperson John Rogers. I don't know if I should be worried, but Fetterman sounds like he's speaking coherently and making valid arguments. Oh, my God. He's actually uh, expressing common sense. Well, maybe it just took a stroke. I don't know. A reset. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. It's a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. I uh, I posted a picture on social media of me this morning. This I know this morning I got in no makeup or anything like I wear makeup. I do a, try to apply TV makeup when I do my TV show, but uh, it's really not very pretty because I've never done it before. So anyway, <laughs> I uh, I posted a picture this morning because uh, yesterday, for the first time in many years, I donated a bunch of the jeans that I wore because I was super fat and uh, I went from a forty-six inch waist. To where I am now, and I, I had a pair of jeans. <laughs> I had a pair of jeans in my drawer, and I've got a bunch of these clothes in my drawer in my closet that still have the tags on them because I bought them saying I'd fit into them. Have you ever done that before? And then by the time you are try to fit into them, they're already out of fashion. So I grab a pair of jeans out of the uh, out of the drawer. They're a thirty-eight inch waist, right? And and I put them on. I'm wearing them right now. And they're a little loose on me, so I'm like down to a 37-inch or 36-inch waist. And I did in the picture, I did this thing. It's called a French tuck. And that's what all the uh, people are doing. My wife and I, we watch a lot of HGTV, you see. And the French tuck is where you take the front of your shirt and tuck it in and leave the rest of it out. It's the opposite of a woman's worst nightmare, which is tucking her shirt into her skirt uh, or, or her skirt into her shirt or whatever uh, in the back. You know, you ever seen that nightmare with a woman to tuck her shirt into her skirt and it'll show her butt? Well, that's the opposite. It's a French tuck, so it exposes, uh, for some reason, women like this, it exposes your stomach, you know, the front of you. So anyway, I did that because I can now uh, wear a French tuck. 
it should I pr- decide to do so. But I wouldn't decide to do so because it's kind of stupid. But uh, but I wanted to show that I could do it, and <laughs> I felt good about it. I felt good. About, I felt good about it. And and I'm not meaning to be snarky or weird, but let me tell you. <clears throat> I have struggled with my weight my entire life. I was abnormally large for my size as a child. I grew up in the 70s and 80s. It was not common for a child in eighth grade in 1980 uh, to weigh 245 pounds and be six feet tall. But that's what I was, right? So in sixth grade, they I buy an entire wrestling tournament because they couldn't find a kid big enough in the in southwest Iowa to wrestle me because I was 175 pounds in sixth grade. Now that's like the average weight. But anyway, <laughs> so I've been I've been struggling with uh, dieting my whole dang life, right? And uh, and you know I've done every diet. I did. They did this stupid diet in the 90s. It was cabbage soup. It was the same diet they they feed patients who have severe heart conditions before surgery. That's how desperate it was. And then there was the caveman diet. And now there's the keto diet. And then there's the, you know, all this crap. And you know what I did? And again, I'm not meaning to be snarky or anything. I just ate less and went to the gym more. That's it. That's all I did. Uh, You know, it helps that I don't drink anymore. That helped. But, you know, here's the secret to it. Just uh, don't eat all that crap. Don't don't go get chips and stuff. Don't get all that ready-made stuff in grocery stores because it's loaded with fat and salt and all that crap. Buy some meat, buy some vegetables, buy some, you know, bread, and, and just eat smaller portions of it and eat real food. There you go. That's how I'm doing it. And and listen, I've struggled, okay? I've struggled, so I get it. I'm not meaning to dance around like, ha-ha, it's easy. It's never been easy. It's never been easy. But I'll tell you, once once you're done with it, you feel better about it. So Israel says it has uncovered 800 shafts to Hamas tunnels below Gaza. Well, somebody's going to have to tell Andrea Mitchell that. That's crazy, because Andrea Mitchell says that that Israel is uh, bombing hospitals uh, intermittently, and that's not the case. The Palestinian Islamic group says before the now eight-week-old war in the Gaza Strip that it had hundreds of kilometers of tunnels, a network comparable to uh, in size to the New York subway system, and it is uh, true. And right now they're out there and they are uh, they are they are getting at them. The tunnel shafts were located in civilian areas, many of which were near or inside civilian buildings and structures, such as schools, kindergartens, mosques, and playgrounds. Which goes to show you that Hamas doesn't give a rip about the Palestinian people. 800 shafts were discovered. 500 have been destroyed using a variety of operational methods, including detonation by sealing off. So there's that. And then Hamas, listen to this. Hamas leaders are now saying the war of liberation surpassing the unprecedented October 7th terror attacks is coming soon. So uh, all of you guys who were saying that you want an extended ceasefire and all that, they want to do October the 7th again. That means to me that they need to evacuate the innocents and then raise the whole damn place. Yeah. And and by the way, no two-state solution because the uh, Palestinian Authority was given that opportunity and they screwed it up. 
They got Hamas elected. They support Hamas. 75% of the people in Gaza support the elimination of Israel. And the only thing that's going to work is to raise Gaza, kill all the Hamas members and their supporters, and tell the innocents either live here in peace or shut up or go somewhere else. That's what's going to happen. That's what's got to happen because they're doubling down on the rape and murder spree of innocent people that they did on October the 7th. Yeah. They're going to do the same thing. That's why I don't want a ceasefire. No, 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 no. The Israelis have been telling them, hey, man, you got to evacuate by here because we're coming in. And I don't believe they did that in Hiroshima. I don't believe they did that in Berlin. Because uh, when a good percentage of the population supports the radical views of those in power and those in power use them as human shields, people are going to die. People are going to die. But of course, there are some people who are completely clueless, like uh, the vice president of the United States. And she she spoke of a post-conflict Gaza built around a revitalized Palestinian authority. No, you can't give them another chance because they were in charge on September the 11th, 2001, when they passed out candy to children in celebration of the deaths of the great Satan in America. And then those children became adults and uh, raided Israel on October the 7th and murdered and raped their way through peaceful communities and through a concert with young people. Yeah. So uh, there's no uh, two-state solution. Uh, It can't happen. Uh, No matter how much we pressure uh, Israel, and by the way, most Americans aren't, about 85% of Americans support Israel. Did you know that? New studies showing that about 80-85% of Americans are supporting Israel and only about 13% of the Palestinian people because it's cutting through. This uh, anti-Israel movement on campuses and in, in cities around the country where they tried to go after the Rockefeller Christmas tree, they're dying on the vine because they're based on a lie. That said, here is Kamala Harris serving up a word salad about uh, what needs to happen in Gaza. On the issues that must be resolved as we think of a plan for the day after, it is about good governance, which will bring transparency and accountability. Okay, now I want you to listen to her words and realize when all is said and done, she has said nothing. To the people of Gaza and the West Bank. Um, It's also about what we need to do to recognize there must be some plan for security for the region. And I suspect as a a plan develops, it will take into account interim and then longer term. Oh, my God. This is world-class faculty lounge gobbledygook. And finally, what we must do in terms of rebuilding uh, Gaza and a commitment to that. She didn't say anything. What she did is she touched base on it, so it sounded like they were doing something, but she didn't say anything. This is what Democrats do. They say it about infrastructure. They say it about health care. They say it about Social Security. And there's never a solution. It's just they sound like they're doing something, but they aren't. Here's a little bit more from the dumbest vice president in history. I don't have the details to tell you exactly who was killed, and but I will say this. Ah, we God. have been... Very clear. Okay, no, you about where we you've st- never been clear at all. Stand on this, which is innocent civilian lives should not be intentionally targeted. Wow, Israel never thought of that. And that Israel must do more 
to protect innocent life in Gaza and innocent civilians in Gaza. How about the Hamas doing more to uh, prevent uh, the innocents from dying by not using them as human shields? How about that? I'm not going to reveal the, the details of the conversation, but I did speak with the Emir, and the um, work and their commitment to this work is ongoing, as is ours. Oh, boy. And, oh, um, boy. Our work is ongoing to support. What, what work? What are you doing? Some ability to reopen the pause. Reopen the pause. Um, and and to, to have a reopen deal the pause. going forward where there will be a pause so that we can get hostages out and get aid in. Wow. She's just a heartbeat away from the presidency. Here's a classic. She's border side but won't go to the border. Sing along with the bridge, everybody. From Mexico, she stays so very far. Are you ready? Here we go. She doesn't seem to care about law and Three, order. Three, two, one. Kamala. Responsibility, she's always shirking. What rhymes with shirking? Maybe she's relaxing in some spa. Be careful. It's seldom that you'll ever see her working. Kabbalah. Twice. Kabbalah. Kabbalah. I know that it's a mystery. Sing in your cubicle or your, your back home. That Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Could somehow become the VP. Because she's so stupid. You know she wants to move into the White House. Yeah, she already has. She can't wait to become the left's new star. Disaster it would be. What a tragedy. If somehow she became the president. Miss Kamala. Woohoo! That is pretty awesome. Jim Gossett with a uh, classic. This is uh, John Kirby. He's a national security apparatchik talking about the two-state solution that has to happen. What's the end game look like here? Is there a can, can one of those states be reality? I'd like that for a change. In the end, is there a diplomatic solution that's still possible? Is the two-state solution still viable? The president still believes in the power of a two-state solution, George. He still believes that we... They, they had a state and they screwed it up. Got to have an independent... Kind of like Gavin Newsom and Democrats. ...and state for the Palestinian people that they can live in peace and justice and security. Uh, he's not giving up on that effort, uh, and we're going to we're going to continue. No, you already had the two states, and you screwed it up. So that second state needs to go bye bye. As an administration, to continue to to pursue that. Now, look, part of that means that you got to have a reformed and revitalized Palestinian authority. No, whoever no, the government looks like in Gaza. No, no, because they failed. It's got to be responsible. No, they got to get rid of it. To the aspirations of the Palestinian people, and it has to be. No, you see, when when your results, uh, all of the work that you've done, resulted in a slaughter like the world hasn't seen since medieval times on October the 7th. It means that your second state is a failed state and it can never be revitalized and reinstituted. There you go. That's what I got to say about it. I mean, if you want to disagree, it's 800-922-6680. Give us a buzz. This is one of the funniest things I saw over the weekend. This will bring a, uh, a smile to your face. You know Susan Sarandon? She was in, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Bull Durham. She was really good in Bull Durham. And she was in Rocky Horror Picture Show and some other... Well, and what, Witches of Eastwick, I guess. She was a pretty good actress. Uh, she has apologized for the terrible mistake that saw her tell pro-Palestinian rally that Jewish Americans are getting a taste of what it's like to be Muslim in this country. Listen to this, and then I'll tell you the biggest mistake that she made. Palestine will be free! Palestine will be free. Here she is. This is Susan. Palestinian to stand with the Palestinian people. 
not have to be Palestinian to understand that the slaughter of almost 5,000 children is unacceptable and a war crime. Now, now, here was her biggest mistake. Uh, she was dropped by her Hollywood representative, United Talent Agency. Um, now, I know this from personal experience. Uh, if you are an entertainer and you have a uh, representative, uh, there's a really good chance they're going to be Jewish. <laughs> I, you hear Joey Tribbiani's agent here on the phone? Wasn't it Estelle? Yeah. Okay, sure. Well, anyway, the uh, the talent agency, United Talent, is run by Jewish CEO Jeremy Zimmer. <laughs> And so she goes out and basically says that October the 7th was nothing because, you know, the Palestinians have been treated so badly. And she was dropped. Just a quick, just a quick note to you. Not only uh, university students who want to work at law firms or in Hollywood, uh, uh, they're run by a lot of Jewish people. So you might want to kind of, instead of biting the hand that feeds you, rethink your political activism. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's take a break and come back, guys. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. I... Uh was hanging around with the fam this weekend, and uh, not ready to listen or watch Christmas movies, really, per se. Uh, started to watch a little bit of the Santa Claus. I'm like, no, 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 not ready, not ready, not ready. And we, we ended up watching this movie called The Holdovers with Paul Giamatti. Uh, there's a woman named Mary Lamb and uh, Dominic Sessa. Uh, it is freaking good. It is, uh, I guess, maybe kind of a version of... Maybe Christmas, maybe maybe um, um, Scrooge, maybe I don't know. It it is a story of redemption. It is a it's a, it's it's kind of mildly Christmas. Happened at Christmas time, kind of like Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> but it re- I mean, it's really good. Giamatti is I mean, what? unbelievable, unbelievable. It's called um, the Holdovers. It is. It's not like this. You're going to cry at the end, kind of Christmas. But it really is. It's a really nice piece of acting, uh, and it's called the Holdovers. Very, very nice. Um, I want to. I want to wrap things up on what's happened with Israel. Um, and uh, I'm not going to let October the seventh fade into the uh, rearview mirror of history. It's just not going to happen. And people are beginning to realize that uh, the left is trying to cover up the horror of that and say that, oh, well, the, the Jews are killing the Palestinian people. And they get it. Now people get it. They understand. They really do. So this, this fake AstroTurf movement is falling. And I wanted to play this. This is a, uh, an Australian senator named Jackie Lamb. And, and, and like with so many uh, people in politics, uh, the, uh, the people in politics in places like the United States and now uh, Australia uh, who have the balls weren't born with them. I want you to listen to what she had to say. I won't and don't pretend to be an expert on Israel-Palestinian conflict. But I know a criminal act when I see one. I have no problem in calling that out. And reasonable people out there know the same. They see what I do. And being a soldier, I can assure you, is an honourable profession. But soldiers don't murder babies oh, or yeah. take whole families hostage. That's true. I would not call Hamas fighters. No. 
I wouldn't even call them militants. They're I wouldn't cowards. give them any credibility like that whatsoever. They're cowards. Because basically they are brutal rapists and murderers, and that is what Hamas is. Yeah. They are criminal. Pod the two-state solution. Criminals who murder young people at a music festival. They are criminals who murder mothers and fathers. And they are criminals who murder children and babies. A man holding a gun against a child or a baby is not fighting. He is not a fighter. He's nothing less than a thug. Yes. He's a thug. He is a coward. He is. And I would ask the media to listen to what I have to say. I wish you would. Call her must for what they are. Call them out. Because they are terrorists, they are criminals, and they are murderers. Wow, that is so epic. That is so, so good. And you get it. And most of America gets it. And while our brothers and sisters who are Jewish in this country have lived in fear, I think they're beginning to realize that uh, we're going to stand with them. We're going to stand with them uh, no matter what. And we're going to see through this. I got my menorah over here. I'm celebrating uh, Israel and, and my uh, brother, my, my fellowship and my, my brother brotherhood with the, uh, with the Jewish people. And, uh, and I think America's doing that too. We're overwhelming them with joy. I told you. We're overwhelming them with joy. They're crying. They're crying out. They're trying to be heard. And we're drowning out their idiocy. Let's take a break and come back, kids. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, hour number two, the impeachment inquiry is a-coming. Trump goes to Iowa, gets a rock star treatment, and Democrats in Florida, your choice for president has already been made, and it's Joe Biden. You're, it, you have no choice. Don't go anywhere. We know you love Newsmax and watch it all the time, but just recently, Newsmax had to stop their free stream on apps. You may be missing Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and a lot more. So they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 150,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get N2, their streaming channel, plus documentaries, movies, specials, and more. Newsmax Plus just launched actor John Voight's new series on Israel. And Newsmax Plus even has the best Donald Trump shows ever. So get Newsmax Plus today. It won't cost you anything to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. There's no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Try it for free today.